it's only 10 o'clock Thursday morning but it feels like it's been a busy morning already um I was I came out and I thought I'll snip off all the dahlia heads and things that have gone over because if we're going to have a burst of sunshine they'll probably put on a good few more flowers so keep the display going lots of things are looking a bit tired and sort of ready to go over now but I'm still going to leave them going I found caterpillars hiding in things and ladybirds so I'll leave them for a a while longer um I've had two lorry full deliveries of the type one that's gonna that's gone down that's got to go on the side drive it's kind of type uh when they call it 40 to dust which is a um good for if it goes down and it binds binds in but it doesn't it's not you know solid hard standing like concrete so it will allow it's porous it will allow the water still to drain through um although initially if it's hard rain it'll run off but uh that's what we're putting down there uh john come home in between the two lorry loads come in so and i was talking to a um neighbor customer came to get eggs and she's a a, a neighbor she lives in the village down the road um down the lane about a mile and she was telling me about um the other chap who lives down there uh, had a robbery um on i'm not sure on the first it's now the eighth um but it's uh we've had a couple in the village um in this last week or so and uh i with i hate to tar everybody with the same brush but we have this is the month we have a local uh a local um travelers fair um i say local it's probably about 10 miles away but um the incidents of uh that go up massively noticeably so um you know it is something you always aware of at this time of year but uh, everybody's going to be on a bit more high alert at the minute so uh until that all calms down and then they all disperse again but uh yeah that's uh, anyway so i'm sat here i was having a, another cup of coffee <laughs> i've been uh, going around deadheading collecting some seeds looking at the plants that Perhaps are in the wrong place in the flower beds and won't move in next year. What what worked, what didn't. Sometimes, I mean, the first year you put them in, it looks absolutely glorious. And then the second year is when the hard work begins because then you've got to uh, move things all around and get them in the right place. But, uh, yep, so, so far I feel like it's already been a very busy morning and uh, I haven't really got much done yet. It's uh, just gone half past one in the afternoon. Um, Thursday and I have been busy in the garden all day on my hands and knees pulling up couch grass couch grass however you want to say it trying to organize some of the beds um, got to the stage which I often get to at this time where I'm sort of half-heartedly doing something so I thought oh, I'll just sit down for a little bit and uh, might as well talk to you while I'm doing that so um yeah i've got a so i've got a big weeping birch at the end of the garden and underneath that i put a sort of a flower bed and originally i had in it all sorts of things but a lot of them have died off because they um the the birch tree sends out fibrous roots everywhere and i don't think half the things that were in there like it very much but the kind of things that have survived in there i've sort of left but i've dug it over because i had a lot of couch grass in it so uh been happily i quite like doing that because it's 
it has the nice threaded roots and so you can trace them back and follow them and pull it all up which is quite nice but now I'm sitting here looking at everything thinking what a bloody mess I've got, I've got stuff pulled out everywhere and oh, yeah it will all be good in the end I'm sure but uh, just at the minute I'm thinking oh my days um, and I might as well as the day's nice it's overcast it's supposed to be warm today I, it, I mean it is warm the sun's not out though so it's still warm without the sun so it's quite nice um, to work in quite nice and quiet here and uh, yeah so that's what I'm doing tinkering away beavering away trying to get as much done as I can um, this side of the weather going downhill rapidly but uh, so much to do so little time one of the problems um, I got here is obviously we've got clay soil and so the depth of soil to grow things in is not great if you just do it um, straight on top of what is there. And initially, the, the bit that is now my vegetable garden was um, scrubland. It was just um, it was just a dumping ground and just scrubland when when we decided to put it here. Uh, one thing I would say is if you're starting a garden from scratch. Um, and you know you've moved into somewhere new do take a year or so i mean you can always for that first year you can always grow everything in pots and stuff but do take um a year or so to get the feel for your land and um the soil type and you know where the sun comes around which way it's facing where the winds come from because um, we didn't do that. <laughs> and uh, realistically, my garden is in the wrong place. It's kind of in a... Uh, from where I'm sat, which is at the side by the house, it kind of runs down towards the paddock. And then the paddock flattens out and it rises back up again. And our winds come from that direction. So consequently, it means even though it's a very slight slope... Um, it means that the slope that the garden's on is it gets the cold wind. Um, so it's not, it, you know, lesson learned, but it's too big to move it all now. So, um, but yeah, do do take a while to get to know everything about about where you want to site your or your land in you know in in its entirety really. Where where the frost pockets are, where the winds come from, which direction the sun is what's best what's the, what's the soil type like you know are there clay seams running through it because we discovered ours uh, a bit too late but uh, got to make the best of it so consequently i we have to make raised beds um uh, when i say raised they're just literally uh you can get something called gravel board which is about six inches high and we um put those in and then we put muck and that and soil uh, on top um but over the years the the soil sort of like uh leached away really so i'm having to redo a lot of it and fill up the beds um quite a lot this year i think in order because it does show over time you know the productivity of the garden is less and less and it really should be giving me an awful lot more um in the spaces that i'm using than it does so it uh you know it does um it does help to uh to know where you're planting and uh, what kind of conditions you're planting into so you'll get a better return that way i think half past two and uh, i think i've done enough out here now 
my neck is starting to ache when I'm crawling around the floor looking at stuff. Um, I think I found a big stag beetle larvae. I need to look it up and see whether it is. But Actually, it was two, but um, it should be quite interesting. They're big pupa, so uh got to be something big. Um, I think I'm making an impact now. I'm quite chuffed, actually. I'm starting to make a good impact on on things um now i've done it even just that extra sort of hour it doesn't feel quite so overwhelming now uh, this year has been a good year as far as the lupus is concerned so uh, i've been able to get quite a bit done um and it's not always like that and consequently that's why some years uh things get a bit out of control and get left and that's i can't manage to do them but this year um it's been good so um, I'm cracking on while I can. Um, yeah, so I'm off indoors, have a cup of tea. I haven't actually had a cup since this morning. Uh, so, yep, that's it, that's me. Oh, yeah, and I've got the twins in an hour's time, so I need a rest first. <laughs> Friday morning, nine o'clock. Um, I've just stopped to grab a cup of coffee um, because uh, one of the first jobs I wanted to get done this morning is to tidy out my shed <laughs> because when I'm trying to tidy up everything else, uh, I can't actually get into my shed. I'm literally stood at the door leaning over everything I've just dumped there through the summer to get in and uh, try and get stuff. Yeah, find stuff and that's the other thing is you can never I never know I'm, I'm looking through it now I've, I've, in front of me is the shed and in front of the shed is a pile of stuff I've dragged out and put on the floor to sort out and I kind of think oh I didn't realize I had that oh I didn't know I had that oh I didn't know I had that <laughs> so um it always does does to sort of go through the shed every now and again and, and I mean there's a stack of stuff in there I never use uh, really wants thrown away, but if you look at it and think, well, it'll come in useful, you know, we've all done that, chucked out a whole load of stuff and then thought, where's that? I need that. Oh, it's gone. Um, so I'm just uh, tidying out my shed at the minute and trying to reorganise it and trying to... Yeah, the thing is, I've got things like environment fleece in there and stuff, but the, the mice have chewed a big load off the end of it. Um, though the cats are pretty good now, the ones that we've got now, I and mean, stuff's been in there for a couple of years and when we didn't have any cats that were doing the job. So hopefully um, I'll have less mouse trouble this year with all the stuff. But yeah, got piles of stuff in there that, you know, all useful for gardening, but uh, I can't actually get in there to find any of it. So, uh, and I can't actually get in there to put anything away at the end of the year either. So I'm having a massive tidy up. It's quite a dank morning, but I'm under the oak tree. So it's, uh, I'm not getting wet and I thought, uh, while I do it, I'll have a cup of coffee. So that's what I'm doing this morning at the minute. Saturday morning, half eight. It's uh, much chillier this morning. Uh, it was a very uh, thick mist. And uh, I'm not sure if we had a frost or not. Not a very big one if it was, but maybe in open areas they had a frost. Um, yeah, yesterday I managed to get all the shed done. That was all, so it's all nice and tidy in there now. Uh, and I can get in, that's the main thing, and I know what's in there. <laughs> uh, I've got another shed to do, this is next to the back door, but uh, I'll pick a time to do that. Um, 
Then yesterday I had the twins for a couple of hours while Samantha went off and did something. And then when she came back, we went out and uh, took them out for cake, trying to socialise them a little bit. <laughs> um, and then when we got back, I sat down and had a rest because that had been quite, uh, quite wearing. So uh, that was really all we did, uh, sort of small holding wise. A couple of John put shelf up indoors when he came home. Went to grab a bit of shopping. Um, that was it. <clears throat> so this morning John has gone off to get feed already, and uh, my plan is uh, <laughs> I went to bed thinking about it last night. My plan is to empty out the compost. Um, that we've got John um, uh, went through it all turned it well we turned it over quite regularly and then John went through it and riddled it all and uh, it's now a nice fine compost and um, I need to get it on to the beds so and the reason for that is because I'm running out of space to put new stuff in so I'm gonna have to empty that compost bay well it needs to go on anyway so uh, that's kind of what I went to bed thinking that's what I want to get done today get those <coughs> get that compost that's ready moved onto the beds and uh so it makes space for the for the rest of it um that and a million other jobs that went through my head is uh what i'm planning on doing today we'll see how far we get with that uh, i didn't move the compost in the end uh, i decided to clean out the other shed so i could get in there and um one thing i did last year was <laughs> I ordered a great big bag of uh, niger seed for the birds. Well, a bag of. And when it came, it was like a, a massive sack, um, which I put on the floor in there, and then the mice got in there and chewed the bottom, and there's niger seed all over the floor, etc., etc. So I really wanted to get in there and tidy all that up, so now I can get in that shed as well. So I'm feeling quite uh, accomplished with all my shed tidying at the minute. Um, then the next thing I did, in light of having to sort out the niger seed, is I went and um, sorted out all my bird feeders. Uh, we have a lot of um, winter feed, you know, natural winter feed around here for birds. But I, um, I like to keep them fed through the winter because I, I want to keep them around because they're good at pest control and things like that. So... Um, you know, I feed them all through the winter as well, and I try to feed them all different types. So I put out things like suet, suet, you know, fat balls, um, peanuts, mealworms, uh, and then the general mixed feed as well. Um, I also uh, put a, a dish on the floor with a, like a, well, I use a, an old a metal hanging basket frame so I put a frame over the top for ground feeder birds so don't forget those because they like to feed on the ground like things like robins and wrens all feed on the ground um and you need a cage over it because obviously we've got cats and I don't want the cats getting them I want them to feel like they're sort of fairly protected and also some water don't forget to give them water because if we have a dry winter they'll be struggling for water and also if you put a water dish out there you can um you know when it freezes you can they can still get water and things like that. It's important, uh, once you start feeding them through the winter, not to forget, obviously, because once they start to rely on you, um, when there's nothing else about, uh, 
you know that they are reliant on you to put the food out so it's important to um, keep doing that so kind of probably once a week I do that and then I stop in the spring and I don't do it all spring and all summer because there's plenty um, for them to feed on which is hopefully what keeps them around uh, plenty of butterfly um, uh, caterpillars and you know insects and worms and things like that so that's what I've done this morning so I've and I wanted to get that done because I thought once I it gets too cold, I, I'll probably forget and they'll be hungry and, you know, things like that. So uh, uh, there's different thoughts on feeding birds. Um, I think it's a good idea. I think they need help, you know, uh, at the minute. We're just, you know, there's not as much about... And obviously the more you feed them, the bigger your population is going to be. And we have quite a big population of sparrows here. Um, and I also cleaned out some of the bird boxes so that they've got places to roost because they don't just use them for nesting they use them for roosting over winter when it's cold and windy and wet as well so clean out the bird boxes and uh, yeah so that's what I've been doing this morning keeping all the little birds uh, getting them all ready for winter so that's a, a good job done there I've just come outside to hopefully hide away from John because I recorded a, a load earlier and Lo and behold, there he is coming up behind me, shouting my name. I'm like, God, this is every single time this is at the minute. Um, so I didn't, I did the shed and that this morning, and then Shelley and Josh and Flo came, and so we went out um, to the garden centre for more cake and uh, a mooch round and everything. When we got back, we went um, and we picked up the apple picker and we went down the lane and picked. Uh, half a bag of apples and then we went into the village and we picked half a bag of apples more so we had a good haul of apples today and we also uh, picked a few blackberries up at the back paddock when we got back um so that was good really it's uh you know there's plenty of free food out there to go and find if you know where to look and what get your eye in and see what you're looking at um there's plenty to be had still at this time of year which is all good fun. I wanted to talk a bit more about what's out there at this time of year. Um, it's now not, it's October, um, and you will find um, apples aplenty out everywhere. Most of them you'll see about will be crab apples, but you will see. Um, eating apple trees you know often when somebody well, i don't know 20 30 years ago threw an apple out of the car window that you know sometimes an apple can grow on the side so you'll find you will find decent apple trees now and again just on the side of the road um you will also the, the plums have missed now it's obviously they're a little bit earlier but you can you will find plums the same thing again where someone's tossed a stone out it'll often um produce a plum tree and obviously you've got to test them to see what you know whether they're going to be any good for cooking or whether they'll be any good for eating but uh, I know two local to me plum trees that are delicious plums and also two or three apple trees that are all eating apple trees that are just on the side of the road they're also um, there is an absolutely lovely it's laden this year um, a tree full of peri pears uh, and but it's on a really fast road on a bend that you just couldn't stop but I look at it every day and think when, you know, whenever I go past and think oh my gosh look at all those pears um, obviously peri pears are 
slightly different. They'd be like the crab apple um, alternative to pears, but you could uh, easily pick a load and then juice them and have delicious um, pear juice. Uh, you know, same same with apples. If you think well, you don't really want to eat them, but they would make great um, apple juice. That you then uh, you know you could bottle in plastic like milk cartons, I suppose, and then freeze those. Got plenty of apple juice. Nuts, obviously, plenty of nuts at this time of year. If you know what you're looking for, hazelnuts, uh, walnuts are plenty. Um, if you're very lucky, and I've yet to find one that uh, I could uh, forage from, is a sweet chestnut. Um, I've got two sweet chestnuts growing on the place, but none of them have actually produced a sweet chestnut yet. Uh, I'll look forward to that day. Chestnuts, then there's obviously berries. There's, you know, the, the blackberries. Um, dams and berries, dam, dams and berries, damsons, um, sloes, which people often make sloes, you know, hawthorn berries, which you can make a whole uh, ketchup from. Um, there's absolutely, you know, tons out there. Horseradish grown on the side of the roads, often you'll see. Um, yeah, there is actually stacks that you could really fill your freezer uh, if you were of a mind to and wouldn't have to. Uh, go out and buy anything at all really so stacks out there but uh i suppose you've got nowhere to look to start with but um and you've got to know what you're looking for uh but yeah and elderberries obviously stacks of elderberries about at this time of year but yeah plenty of foraging to be done at this time of year so uh get yourself a book and get out there and forage away it's the best fun to find free food absolutely it's uh, half ten Sunday morning and uh, I've just come outside uh, to plant some um, garlic bulbs. Obviously this time of year you plant flower bulbs and you plant your onions and your garlic bulbs as well. And um, I have, I picked them up yesterday at the garden centre and you can, you could grow them from the garlic that you get uh, in the shop but when you buy the... Uh, you know proper ones they are heat treated so you don't get any diseases so um, it's better for your uh, end result if you you know get the ones that have been heat treated already um, I planted I planted 20 cloves of ordinary size garlic soft neck garlic this one is and I also bought some elephant garlic because I thought that would be fun and, you know sometimes you have a bit of fun so I bought planted two just two cloves of elephant garlic as well i've got three cloves left over from the pack so i'm going to plant them somewhere else and i've planted the what these ones in the uh carrot bed that's now finished uh i need to plant them sort of different to where i planted last year because obviously i've got leaf miner last year and i want to avoid that i should by planting um uh what are we now october still mm, hopefully i'll avoid the <laughs> allium leaf miner fly uh i've got some net over it so i don't know there's a tiny little fly i'm sure but um i might throw some fleece over that just to stop them getting in there and ruining it again this year uh yeah so not just flower bulbs this time of year but uh your onion sets and your garlic and i have got some onions as well to plant so i'll plant them later today it's not quite so warm today um there's a bit of a breeze it's a little bit cold sun's trying to come out but um John is still, like he was doing yesterday, working on the side of the house, taking all the cladding off, 
putting some new ply on and new insulation and then new cladding and that will all be hopefully done then before the winter so that's good but yeah um also i've been out this morning up this morning already prepping a roast again today got samantha and the kids coming last week it was uh, shelly and the kids and then next week it'll be charlotte um family's got a bit too big now we used to have it all together at one time <laughs> with all the kids and that now is not enough room although we will make an exception at christmas and just have absolute chaos but um this year because we couldn't obviously do anything last year so um yeah so been prepping all the roast and that today as well got all that ready to go um might go and get the onion sets and find a bed for those to go in later so they're all done as well and uh yeah always something to do but uh sometimes never the things i think i'm gonna get done get done usually something else <laughs> So we've been busy. Um, I actually, uh, as I said, I planted the garlic and then I transplanted um, the winter lettuce into bigger modules, which I'll grow on in the greenhouse. I don't eat a lot of lettuce over winter, to be fair, but it will be useful uh, for when I do need it or it will be useful for uh, to give the, um, the, the rabbits and the guinea pig, pigs a bit of greenery and the quail. Uh, then I spent the rest of the time uh oh no cut the grass and then i spent the rest of the time helping john um painting the lap board and sorting that out there and sort of got half of it done um and hopefully our son-in-law will be coming over to do um some more of it in next week or the week after john will do another bit next weekend um and then that sort of took us to mid-afternoon and then uh I came indoors, sat down for a little bit, had a cup of tea, then made the apple pie, get ready for the roast dinner. And then when Samantha and that get here, we've got to go out and uh, move the electric fencing into an entirely new paddock. The, bit of the, the paddock at the front, which I was hoping to cut one way or another, never got cut. So we're going to let the horses gradually uh, into it with the electric fences and eat it off bit by bit. They can't obviously just go straight in there there's too much grass but they can eat a little bit off at a time uh, while still having access to the big paddock um, so they can get some exercise and things so that's what we'll be doing up until the time we eat and then uh, that'll be the day over John's just gone out to do the uh, pack the eggs and do the egg round this afternoon yeah and it's, uh, as I said it was uh, chilly this morning but it's been another fine and beautiful October day just hope it carries on for a couple of weeks now that would be quite nice and we can get plenty more done uh, before winter sets in hard so yeah that's uh, that's today it's Monday morning um a little bit cooler than it has been so I think it'd be a little bit cooler day today but it's still not it's not cold it's not horrible it's just just a nice sort of autumn day really um i've just had a phone call which i'll come back to in a minute because there was one thing i wanted to just mention and obviously the time of the year is changing and uh, soon the clocks will change and then it will become my job to um do the animals then because john will run out of daylight both both time ends of the year ends of the day really so uh he will you know want to get off to work and it's still dark so i would have to feed the animals in the morning and then you know when in the depths of winter it'll be dark around about four o'clock um when the chickens will have to go to bed so it'll be my job again because he won't be home for another hour so 
uh, we'll change roles then and he will, um, <clears throat> well, we won't change roles. He'll still be working. I'll still just have to go out and do the animals and, the, and still do, you know, the things that I do here. Although, obviously, there'll be a lot less for me to do in the garden and things. So that's how that works. Um, yeah, so I just had a phone call. <laughs> um, I put my name forward uh, to, um, on a local tree care company the tree care site basically what happens is when people go and take trees down obviously they get them chipped and you can have the delivery of wood chip for free uh delivered to your house if they're in the area so basically i just had a phone call to say we're in your area we've got a load of wood chip would you like it and i said yes please he says how many would you like i said i'll have as much as you've got because we can always put it so always use it we use it for the past around the beds use it everywhere um and he said okay i've got three loads so i'm gonna have three loads of wood chip dumped on my drive which i've then got to uh sort out which will be fun won't it so <laughs> um i need to now go and sort out areas for all of that and uh so uh, you know things like that happen so what i did have on my agenda um is now gone to pot and I have a different agenda for the day, but that's fine. I don't mind. That's how I like it. It's uh, not a problem. Uh, two o'clock. The wood chip arrived about uh, half twelve. So um, since then I've been barrowing it uh, out to the paths on the on the veg bed. And then another load just arrived just now and he's got two more loads. So uh, what I'll probably do is... Uh, put it out to see if anybody else locally wants any because I probably won't use all of it but um, it just saves them having to go all the way back to their depot because they couldn't get it on a big lorry so they can get a big lorry in so um, lucky for us we get free wood chip however I do wish I hadn't had a shower this morning because I'm now sweating buckets and uh, <laughs> so I should have saved that for later might have to have another one later so yeah um, the other things I've done are I've got another area of the garden where the apricot tree is, and the apricot tree is not terribly well. Um, it, it, uh, we moved it, and it doesn't, it weeps. And um, so I did try to cure it, but it, doesn't, it didn't work. So we don't get really many apricots, but it's a nice big tree, so it stays for the time being. Um, but under there, I've got things like I've got rhubarb, um, I've got uh, a horseradish. I've got a thornless blackberry growing under there somewhere. There's a lot of comfrey. There's a cherry tree nearby. And there's asparagus also growing in there, but also a ton of weeds. So, and sap and suck suckers from the tree because um, it's just because we transplanted it very badly. And so the roots are too close to the surface. And um, so it sends up suckers everywhere. Uh, so I cut all of those back and cut all the weeds down, chopped it all down. and I've left it all in situ on the ground at the minute just to rot down a bit because, again, I've said I can't get into the compost bins at the minute. However, I have been in the compost area, pulled out all the stinging nettles that were likely to sting me if, I, if, they get in, if I'm trying to walk past, and then tidied up the compost area a bit so that I can uh, start getting the compost out that's uh, usable. And... Um, turn the old compost heap and start a new one so uh yeah that's what i've been doing so i've been very busy today uh trying to get things in order but as as the wood chip arrived and it's quite a big pile uh, in the drive i thought i'd better start moving some of it so but lucky me to have free wood chip
it's uh, Wednesday morning and uh, I had a very busy um, rest of the day Monday and uh, a busy Tuesday. Um, so on the rest of the time on the Monday, uh, I moved wood chip and then <coughs> um, Shelley came over with the children after school and she moved some wood chip uh, while I cooked the kids some sausages on the fire pit. Um, so that was nice. And then after they left, I carried on uh, moving wood chip until it got dark. So I've moved a lot of wood chip, <laughs> basically. Um, yesterday, I had another good day and I wanted to get some wood chip, a wood chip layer down in the fruit cage. Um, but in order to do that, I had to tidy up the fruit cage. So I spent all morning in there uh, cutting things back, uh, some of the the summer fruit in raspberry canes that have gone over, um, tidying up the autumn raspberries. I did actually find a few raspberries because the raspberries have been dire this year, very poor, but I did find about 15 of them. And there are some coming on after that burst of um, rain and then some hot weather. Uh, so I might get a few more, but not very many. Uh, I repotted, I split one of my, because I have some gorgeous um, yellow raspberries, uh, which I think are called autumn gold um and they are lovely and and uh, the birds as i think i've said before the birds don't touch those because they don't recognize them as <laughs> as a raspberry fruit so but they are very tasty and uh, so i'd like to try and encourage more of those so i'll split um one of those and uh now i've got three pots of those so each year i'll try and split them again and again end up with lots of those and i uh repotted my <coughs> blueberries into bigger pots because again they were in quite small pots because I got them as like little, um, you know, little plants with just one stick on it and a small root. But over a couple of years, they've obviously got bigger, but they need a bigger pot. So I had some ericaceous soil. So I put those uh, into bigger pots, repotted those and repositioned them because one of them I've got um, produces loads of blueberries the others are over the other side of the cage they don't produce very many at all so I've moved them all together now into an area where it looks like they'd be more productive pulled up um, hundreds again of strawberry runners because I've got strawberry beds in there uh, and they've just like sprawled out all over the ground which is fine um, but there's just too many and when they grow you know when they, the fruits grow they get all wet and mushy because there's too much foliage and that so I've split so I've pulled up a lot of the runners in there dug up all the weeds um get, and oh and um top dressed all the pots of summer raspberries so all my summer raspberries are in pots um big big tubs um so I've top dressed those with some uh fresh compost and some carbon and some uh chicken pelleted feed uh, chicken pelleted manure as well so uh yeah, so that took me right through until past lunchtime to do that. And then, uh, what did I do after that? Oh, then I thought, well, I'm going to have to move some of this compost now because I really can't get in there. So bear in mind, I'd cleared all of the... So I had a quick lunch break and then went back out and I moved um, quite a, a lot of compost. So I filled up four of the smaller beds um, that we've got, uh, the small little pallet beds and um I, again I dressed them with a uh, top dress of carbon and um 
and I've covered them and I've covered them obviously because the cats will just use them as a toilet the chickens will just scratch it all up so I've covered them for now they'll either stay covered now until spring when I need them or if I decide to plant something into them for winter which is unlikely now unless it's uh bulbs for the cut flowers or um plants uh, they will stay like that yeah until winter until spring now it's a lot of work with the smaller beds this time of year obviously in the initial setting them up and doing them but come spring and summer they should it should be a lot easier to to deal with much smaller beds um hopefully that's the plan anyway uh and that took me through till then mid-afternoon which uh i then came in and sat down um until uh until it was time to get back up again to, and do some afternoon things. But um, yeah, I've been working quite hard, so uh, it's sort of catching up with me now. But I, as the weather's been great, I mean, for October, it's been fabulous. I really wanted to get as much, could I, much done as I could before the weather breaks, which is going to inevitably sooner or later. Um, and so with that in mind today is exactly the same. We'll get get out there and get as much as I can done. Um, uh, I haven't quite decided on an exact plan yet, but it'll be a lot of it will now be because I've got a bit of the compost area I can get to. We'll be clearing anything I've put down, I've chopped down and left to rot down. And again, I'll be covering a lot of the beds. <coughs> and these are just now the bigger beds. And I'll be covering, covering them. Um, with a weed membrane uh, until spring mostly um, unless I uncover them and put some compost down probably in some of them but yeah so I am I'm looking at it now thinking yeah it's a lot more under control now than it was and hopefully it will be um, very much under control by the time I get to uh, to the end of you know the time that I can get out there uh, normally I wouldn't do a lot of this tidying away and everything but <clears throat> this year I really want to get some order into the garden because I haven't had any in there for the last you know couple of years and it really shows it's just just literally got out of control a little bit and um it, uh, it doesn't it's not very good for your mindset when it's <laughs> when you can't see the wood for the trees if you like it's just so much going on you can't make head nor tail of it so this year uh i've my aim is to regain a bit of control over over the garden and the beds and some sort of order in which case that would give me a bit of peace of mind then um because i just can't uh, uh can't work when it's all just chaotic i just look at it and think oh no i'll just walk away because <laughs> So, uh, much as I would like to just leave it to absolutely ramble and uh, be, a, you know, an absolute wildlife haven all over winter, um, for the for the wildlife, I, I can't do that this year because I really just need to uh, claw it back a little bit. So, that's my aim at the minute. And uh, yesterday, I, I also put some clean um, bedding in for the ducks. Um, I went up to the... The menage where I'd grown all of those, about 20 pumpkin and squash plants, which totally failed. And um, I did actually find there is a, there is a spaghetti squash growing, which is quite nice and big. And I found two dumpling squash and that is the absolute it. <laughs> so it was a real, a, quite a disappointment. And 
most of the reason for that is we had that very, very hot period for a few weeks <clears throat> and I couldn't get out there to water it because it was way too hot for me. So uh, <clears throat> that's a lesson learned. I'd have to put in some kind of watering system if I wanted to do that again. And I say that to myself every year, need a water, some sort of watering system. I was saying that to myself yesterday when I was in the, um, ras in the cage looking at the raspberries thinking I need a drip system across each pot really. Uh, and but I really need to get it in situ because um, by the time you get to spring, everything's so full on. You just that is the last thing on your mind. Although it ought to be the first, but um, it never is, and so it gets left. And then you end up with these hot, dry spells, and you think, "Oh, I really should put that watering system in," because now I've got to stand here and water every day, which um, you know things take a lot more watering than you think they do, uh, especially when they're in pots. So, so yeah. Uh, today I will definitely be doing more of the same by the looks of things. It's uh, only 11 o'clock but um, I've been quite busy not doing um, all the things I thought I was going to do <laughs> as always sometimes happens um, but just doing other things instead so this morning um, I went out and with the intention of just harvesting anything else that needed doing uh, needed harvesting uh, which ended up to be quite a lot actually so I, in front of me I'm in the kitchen because I've been diving in and out in between making a loaf of bread so that put the timer on for an hour take my timer with me go outside back in uh, for it, when it's finished proving knock, knock it back prove it again now I'm just in it's just gone in the oven now so uh, so yeah, in front of me, I have so I harvested uh, some horserad horseradish root, which I've got growing, and I will probably grate that and uh, put it in the freezer. And it'd be nice to make um, fresh horseradish sauce, but of course, because it's maybe cream, it doesn't really keep. So uh, it's just best probably to have it grated, ready for when you do want to make it. And uh, you can also then go on to powder it and make powdered horseradish. Um, and you know, not, it's not just for horseradish sauce. You can uh, use it to add a bit to your soup um, when you want an extra kick when it's really cold outside. A um, bit of extra uh, in your soup or stews or whatever, just to give it that little bit extra. Uh, I found a couple of sweet corn that never really amount to anything, but they, um, you know, basically they're mini sweet corn, um, albeit a little bit thicker and longer than they normally would be but they're mini sweet corn they will um i'll chop those up and they will go into a soup bag i've got uh tomatoes in various colors here i've got some still in the greenhouse but i've got a big red a big bowl of red tomatoes um and then some that are on the turn and then some that are green with a slight bit of orange on so they will turn uh, i've got a, a small punnet of baby courgettes because uh, the courgettes probably not going to come to anything bigger than that now at this time of year um, and always at the back of mind is the first frost which will uh, kill them off anyway so you might as well harvest them when they're little um, I've got a nice red pepper in front of me I've got a whole bunch of beetroot and some carrots here as well and some parsley um, not parsley basil which I uh, got in from the greenhouse so I I'm going to make a uh, lovely batch of tomato soup, I think, with the tomatoes, the pepper, a few of the carrots and the basil. Um, and uh, that will make a delicious tomato soup. 
the baby courgettes and the beetroot and the sweet corn. I'm probably going to chop them and put them in a soup bag. Uh, find some else. And I've got the beet leaves as well, obviously, which you can use, so they can all go into the soup bag. It's, uh, you know, they, you can eat the beet leaves. That's fine. Um, I might throw a few more tomatoes in there. Maybe a couple of courgettes. Um, no, I am going to use the courgettes. But uh, yeah, so I've got uh, a load of th load of things in front of me. Um, I've brought in my two ginger plants from the greenhouse. Um, I want to overwinter those indoors, so they're not going to make it outside in the green in an unheated greenhouse. I bought them indoors because I would like to be able to harvest my ginger root next year. And I also bought in uh, a small lemongrass plant, which I'm going to try and keep going that going over winter i have harvested all the lemongrass now and i've put some out for sale in the shed but i've got a load of sticks here which um i have no idea what i'm going to do with yet <laughs> to be honest but uh obviously they uh will get chopped crushed dried don't know and uh also because uh, i don't do a lot of, well i don't do any thai cooking or anything like that but you can also add those for extra flavor to you know things like um sauces and uh, soups and that if you if you want to go that way um yeah so i bought the lemongrass in to be fair lemongrass grows very very easily in the uk from seed and you will get a very good harvest at the end of the season so i didn't actually need to bring it in because it won't it won't survive over winter i didn't actually need to bring it in but i thought i i want to give it a go and see if it survives indoors through the winter we'll see see how that goes so yeah i've got uh, a plethora of things in front of me so i've got some i've got some chilies that are drying i've got a few raspberries I might go out and see if there's any more raspberries and then make a raspberry and apple crumble later for tea we've got uh i've got some um fish uh mixed fish out to make a, a fish pie so the soup bags and the fresh soup that i make they, they will all go into the freezer uh, for another day for when I want something quick and nutritious for lunch but yeah so that's what I've been doing this morning and um popping out and putting things in the shed and uh things like that so uh, not anything major on the garden today but I do have to get you know the tail end things done I mean that that's almost the end of the um the beetroot now it's not getting very big anymore um they're, they're sort of small everything's been harvested quite small the carrots i'm gonna i really need to thin the carrots out but i made a bit of a mistake because i've got this um like mesh like grill that i put over the top to stop the cats getting in and now the carrots have all grown through that so if i pull that off i'm going to pull out all the <laughs> all the carrots so i'm kind of having to pick my way through the mesh um it's sort of like i suppose it's like inch square or something two inch squares um so yeah I'm to, that's a bit of a a bit of a job so I've really I would have thinned all the carrots out but I can't actually get to them all uh, entirely to thin them so I would just be pulling bunches and um, using the bigger ones and probably feeding the thinnings to the to the rabbit and the guinea pigs who have also by the way had um, a whole bunch all the tops of the lemongrass today which they are absolutely loving so even if you don't use lemongrass in your cooking uh, if you've got rabbits or guinea pigs, grow a whole bunch because they like, they do like the lemongrass uh, tops. So, uh, well, all of it. They would eat all of it, but, um, you know, you might as well get some use out of it as well. So, lemongrass tea, of course, you can make um, things like that. So, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. 
up till now and it's only quarter past 11 I've got to wait for the bread to cook now and before I go out and do any more uh, the bread's finished cooking now um, and I have got all the ingredients in the pan for the tomato soup and I'm going to leave that on low just to um, cook very gently and then I'm going to dive back outside but I was just going to say if you're new to bread baking if you've given it a go um, I like a soft loaf and so does John it's one of the things we agree on <laughs> uh, rather than a crusty loaf so uh, when I get my bread out in the oven, I put it straight onto a wire rack so that the air can circulate underneath so it don't get a soggy bottom. And then I put a tea towel over the top of it. And what that does is it keeps it holds the steam in and uh, you end up with a nice soft loaf rather than a, than a crusty loaf. So uh, if you're new to it, there's a tip for you if you like soft bread. It's nine o'clock Thursday morning and I'm about to publish this week's weekly roundup but I just thought I'd uh, let you know what I did yesterday so I, I did make some um, lemongrass tea um, which I'm drinking this morning which is absolutely delicious and uh, it is packed with uh, health benefits so they say so um, you know what's not to like and uh, I, was, I also thought you know I've, um, if you're having it with honey you know, you've got lemon and honey. If you've got a cold or anything, that's uh, brilliant. Even more brilliant is the fact that I've grown the lemongrass here and the honey is from a couple of miles down the road. So it's all local ingredients. Um, and, uh, you know, all natural ingredients. This is, uh, you know, uh, one of my favourite sayings. It doesn't get better than that. Um, yeah, so I did... Just had a... Um, thought I'd just round up yesterday I can't think what else I did yesterday although I am feeling quite tired today so I am going to potter today it's caught up with me a little bit <clears throat> and uh, I am feeling um, quite tired uh, even when I wake up in the morning <laughs> which I wasn't before so um, I think I've probably overdone it I, one of the things I've had to learn to do over the years with the lupus is recognize when um, I've done too much and then just step back a little bit because even though the disease isn't um rampant at the minute it there is if you overuse all your resources obviously uh the disease can then take hold because uh you know you haven't got anything left to to hold it back if you know what i mean so um i'm going to potter today she says until <laughs> Until, until I feel a little bit better, maybe at some point I'll have a burst of energy and, and do something else. But yeah, so I've uh, got uh, son-in-laws coming today to do some of the work on the side of the house. So, And I've also got the twins later. So um, yeah, so I'll be doing not much, but a little bit of everything I think I'll try and do and uh, see where that gets me today. So thanks for listening this week. Have a great week. And uh, I'll catch up with you next week.